Uh, I'm just happy we got the victory, man. Our team played great today. We finished, finally. We finished. Lamar, we they finally finished. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Yard with Augustina Breastar. I'm Augustina. And I'm still recovering from a crazy, super wild card weekend. And <laughs> I'm excited to have my guest on this week. Um, although he was pretty hesitant given some of the outcomes of the games. Um, Preston Fuller, back-to-back -back fantasy football champion. I needed to make sure everyone knew that. Also, everyone needs to know that I was not in either of those leagues that he won back-to-back -back in. So, <laughs> congrats, congrats, Preston, but um, maybe the outcome would have been differently. Anyways, Preston, I, I hate to ask, but I'm going to ask, how are you doing after a wild card weekend? Lots of football. You get to just sit there for like 12 hours a day. It's absolutely beautiful. But when your team is in the playoffs, you get, they get one chance basically to lose. Yep. And if it happens, it happens. How are you doing? <laughs> uh bad real bad uh not good uh as seahawks fan very tough very tough saturday for us um i think we're all a little bit bummed out and kind of in shock of how that game shook out um but yeah i uh i uh yeah i'm a bit depressed but i'll be all right i'm i'm stoked that we we got some playoff football going and, and uh hopefully uh Hopefully the Seahawks figure out whatever the heck is going on. Anyways, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, of course. You know, it's difficult because if you would have at this time asked me last week, and I'm pretty sure this is when I recorded the pod last week, if you would have asked me who was going to win that game, I'm pretty sure I picked the Rams. Said it, it was close. It was close. Um, but I, I think I'd have to go back and listen. I think I chose the Rams. Now, I was not expecting Seattle to look like that, though. So very different. I was expecting it to be close. I was expecting both teams to... I wasn't expecting a shootout, but I was expecting both teams to play well. And, I mean, honestly, both teams kind of sucked. <laughs> but Seattle sucked yeah. 10 times as worse as the Rams did. Mm-hmm. Big time. It's, it's hard. I, okay, we're not going to talk about the Seahawks at all really anymore after this. But <laughs> yesterday I was interviewing a Seahawks reporter for a story I'm putting together. And he kind of, um, I would say he's more of like a Pete Carroll stan probably. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> basically put Seahawks fans in perspective of like, okay, you've made the playoffs how many times in the past, how many years? You know, like Pete Carroll mm -hmm. and Russell Wilson have theoretically been pretty successful together but also i'm sick and tired of losing in the first round that is not success to me for anyone yep. i had i was talking to <laughs> kind of probably disrespectful of me i was talking to a vikings fan about this and <laughs> he was like can you just recognize the privilege you have right now <laughs> and i was like no i will not I will not recognize it. So yeah, we're not playing. We're not playing for for playoff berths. We're playing for rings in Seattle. That's yeah. you know, it's two very different things. Yes, and 
in the grand scheme of things, it's like, yes, they've done all these things. But really, in the past three years, we had a first, second, and then a first round exit in that order. So, mm-hmm. it. I mean, maybe it'd be different if we were making like the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Might be a little bit more excusable, but that's not the case. And it's kind of frustrating. So, yep. anyway, so let's start with the team that Seattle lost to. <laughs> that was a great transition, but also just terrible. At this point, yeah. all I'm doing is talking crap about the Seahawks because that's my coping mechanism. That That's what I have to do. I don't, know if, I don't know if you read that article um, that I put out a couple days ago, but it was slightly negative. Actually, it was very oh, negative. It was depressing. <laughs> I don't know if I read that. <laughs> okay, it was depressing, but also it was okay. just like <laughs> reality check for everyone. This is this is the situation we're in now. So. Yeah. No, it's real. It's true. You hit on everything you hit on was was completely factual and. <laughs> Thank you. Came from a place of. Yeah. Love. A place of it's love. Real, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, well, sure. So we have four games this weekend, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. The first game being the Rams, um, hence my transition, against Green Bay at Green Bay. Then we have Baltimore at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, we start with Cleveland at Kansas City. And then we end the game with the Senior Bowl. <laughs> um, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. How exciting. Very. Not a matchup we've seen at all this whole year. Only twice, um, but mm-hmm. it's fine. So which of these four games are you most excited for? Um, I think I'm probably um, – I think I'm probably most excited for Ravens and Bills. Um, I think that will be a really fun game. Uh, I, I think the other games I'm, – if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I'm excited for all these games uh, for different – reasons but i think the best game is probably going to be uh baltimore buffalo uh yeah that's definitely the one i'm more most most pumped for Mm -hmm. that's a fair take i would say i'm also excited for all these games for very different reasons um but if i'm going off pure entertainment probably buffalo and baltimore it's gonna be a really good game i'm really excited and if we see the baltimore that we saw last weekend uh, yes. Okay. So let's yep. just go in order. Um, yeah. Talk about these games. Maybe talk about how they looked last week. Of course, Green Bay, we have no idea how they looked last week. I don't know what they were doing last week. They might have just been watching football on their couch. So, mm-hmm. um, And just pick apart the game a little bit. Pick our winners. Mm-hmm. Continue on from there. Super chill. So we have the Rams in Green Bay. Of course, Green Bay, the one seed, had their bye. Then hey, we have the Rams who, oh gosh, last week and was probably a mess for them. Yeah. I just, I said I wasn't going to bring up Seattle, but they really lost to a quarterback with a broken freaking thumb. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron well, Donald wasn't even in the game for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I Yes. Anyways, so yeah. what could have been a hot mess for them ended up being just fine because Seattle was an even hotter mess. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to in this game? I'm most looking forward to the Rams going in to Green Bay and just getting absolutely clapped. 
<laughs> gonna be redemption. I need it to happen. Granted, like I would feel good if the Rams somehow beat them, so I could be like, well, hey, the Rams are good. That's why we. That's why we look so bad. But I, I think, uh, I think that's probably not gonna happen. I'm very stoked to watch the Rams mm-hmm. get just smacked around a little bit. Yeah, I want to say this game is close. Like it could yeah. be close. I also think if any upset was going to happen, it would be this game because I do mm-hmm. think the Rams are a good football team. I do think yeah. they're a good football team. I I just don't see Green Bay having any problem scoring points this game, and I yeah. don't see the Rams being able to hang with them. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, I think it'll probably be closer than the numbers show. I don't know what – uh what the spread is currently but i think that i think that it'll be a close game depending on what rams team we see show up granted i don't know what kind it's hard to go it's hard to figure out where the rams are at because like they were playing against the hawks last weekend and we just looked so bad so it's hard to like gauge what kind of rams team this is right now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but i do know what kind of team the packers team is and as much as i dislike the packers and aaron Rodgers, like i don't think they're gonna have too much of a problem handling the rams uh, I think that I think that Goff might have some issues. I mean, I don't. It's hard to it's hard to figure out. I mean, hand surgeries are so weird because, like, dude, he had surgery like two weeks ago and he just won a freaking playoff game a week after that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's very odd to me, like how guys can bounce back so quick from this. But I think, with that being said, like he didn't look great. You know what I mean? Like he looked fine. He looked good enough to get the job done against the freaking Seahawks, but. Um, yeah, so I think going into Lambeau, dealing with the weather, uh, I think, I think their best shot will be on offense. I think on, uh, I think on defense, they're probably, uh, they're probably going to have a tough time just, just because I don't know. I don't, I just don't think that, uh, that Ramsey is going to be able to stick to Adams like he did to Metcalf last weekend. Um, and also like, I haven't been reading a ton, but like Aaron Donald looked pretty hurt last weekend i know he's a full go this weekend but like what does that mean you know so i think uh i think it'll be i think it'll be a tough game but i think the rams probably are going to get bounced um i and if i'm being honest with you if i had to pick an upset this weekend it'd be chief brown not this game i know okay um so just some context for everyone here <laughs> listening, I am very much a person where what I'm feeling is on my face. I, I don't do a very good job of hiding it. Preston just made that very spicy take and my face probably showed it pretty well. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, you let me know. It was all good. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, this, this game isn't going to be an upset, in my opinion. I would be really, really shocked if it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think my friend Preston here is speaking from a place of hurt <laughs> because the Rams have hurt him just tremendously. So I'm just going to speak some realism to the people, the thing they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I warned you when you asked me to be on this week. You had a heads up. You knew this was coming. Um, look, I think you brought up Jalen Ramsey and maybe let's just talk about this defense for a little bit because, okay, Aaron Donald 
one of the be- best players in the league. Probably mm-hmm. like top three, and no one will say that because he plays on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. But realistically, like I think he might be the third best player in the league. Um, yeah. And so he's back. And then with mm-hmm. their what's his name Bakhtiari being hurt, you know that offensive line. It's not terrible. It's not Seattle's offensive line, um, but it's it's not what it was this whole season. Um, of course, we know that they were one of the best, if not the best. It'd probably be between Cleveland and Green Bay's offensive line of who's best. Yeah. Um, but they were up there in the top two the whole season and. Now, it'll be interesting to see what McVay does with Aaron Donald, you know, and mm-hmm. we know that Aaron Donald rushes from every single freaking position on the field. Like it, he does. He's just amazing. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yep. You love to see it unless you're playing against him basically. But I think Jalen Ramsey might be the more important player in this game as to like Jalen Ramsey needs to play very well. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to shut Devontae Adams down. And that's the other thing about the Rams defense is they never really do that. I feel like they're comfortable giving up yards, mm-hmm. which they're never going to give up the big plays. The like, oh, no, he threw a 50-yard dime or something like that. Like the, they're never going to give those up. But th- they are going to give up shorter ones because they're just everywhere and it's a risk that they're willing to take. I think that's going to bite them in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're probably going to get burned pretty bad. Um, Jalen Ramsey is definitely going to be – yeah, I don't know. It's tough because, like you were saying, like Aaron Donald is so good. Like, I would completely agree top three. Um, and I completely agree with what you said about that not being said because he plays defense. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I think – this is a take, but I think he should be in the MVP conversation. It's been baffling to me all year that he hasn't been. Um, I agree with that, and I think that's important. Um, and I think if it really depends because because I think that they're going to have a bigger problem, like you said, in the secondary, um, especially depending on what kind of weather there is this weekend. I think that's going to be really huge. Um, you know, I live in. Minneapolis, just four hours away, and we're currently getting seven, eight inches of between today and Saturday. So, I mean, who knows what it's going to look like in Green Bay? But I think, depending on, depending on uh, the Rams defense, is going to have their work cut out for them. Um, and I think Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to try to go yard on these guys all day. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, like I said before, I'm not completely convinced what Aaron Donald we're going to see because, like. I mean, like I said before, I haven't read a ton about what's what's up with him, but from what I saw during the Seahawks game, like he was pretty hurt, like he was like not okay, and like it, it's kind of one of those things where like your guys like Aaron Donald, they're going to be a go regardless, like unless they can't walk. Um, so it'll be interesting. So if he if he can shine, then Jalen Ramsey also needs to. But I think I think the Packers are just going to completely expose that defense. Um, so yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. So during one of his, I guess, press conferences, Aaron Donald said, and I quote, 
I feel no pain. Oh, no, this is from a reporter. A reporter saying Aaron Donald says he feels no pain and that he's not going to talk about his damn side the whole news conference. So, <laughs> Here's all I know. If, if 5'10 Russell Wilson falling on your chest makes you exit the game in the playoffs, like, you're feeling some pain, all right? I don't care what you say to reporters. Like, that dude was hurt. Yeah, so, but you're right. I mean, he's probably just saying that, and right. who knows what we're going to see. Speaking of injuries, I mean, let's talk about this other matchup of Green Bay's defense against the Rams' offense. Jared yep. Goff, I think he was a full for in practice yesterday. So we're okay. recording this on Thursday. He practiced on Wednesday, which I, I don't know if that's saying a lot <laughs> um, yep. of what we're going to get. And even when Jared Goff is at full health, we all know he's not a superb quarterback. Um, no. And I look at this offense, probably their run game is what's going to have to be their saving grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the Packers are probably going to expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I think the Packers, ah, never mind, I'm not even going to speculate. But I will say, I think Cam Akers is going to have to show up big time. He's going to have to ball out like he did against the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Goff's going to have to remain competent at least um but i will say this personally i would love nothing more than a blake bortles appearance i need that bad i would love to see bortles out there on the field just just for an entertainment uh i think that would be amazing so hopefully fingers crossed goff hears this podcast and is like i'm probably not gonna play well let's get bortles out there get him some snaps so uh yeah, that's what I think. Um, sorry, kind of, kind of drifted away there, but um, so you know like how you, you know how <laughs> I do that whole thing where I compare like amazing, like just the whole thing. So like AJ Brown, for example, I would mm-hmm. say he's like the manliest of men. You know how I do that a lot, or like when DK makes a big play, I'm just like DK, such a man, or like things like that. Yeah. If I'm using that comparison with Blake Bortles, it's like baby boy Blake. <laughs> so, um, fair enough. Better yes. hope he doesn't hear this. That dude smokes cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So if the Rams want any chance to win this game, Blake Bortles should most definitely not quarterback <laughs> for them. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Here's the thing. I would like to say. For everyone listening, I'm sorry I'm not completely 100% being objective about this. Like like Augustine has said, I'm in an incredible amount of pain from this last weekend. I love the Seattle Seahawks more than I love food and water. And uh, so I'm just grieving in my own way. And uh, Augustine knew this when she invited me to be on this podcast. So uh, this is kind of on her a little bit. But anyways, carry on. Um, okay. But... The thing I'm most excited for in this game is the coaching matchup. Yeah. I'm, I do not, I don't think Matt LaFleur gets enough credit for the success that's going on in Green Bay. Nope. And that's part of the reason why I don't super love Aaron Rodgers. I'm not on the, I still would, if I had a vote, which I don't, and it's probably a good reason I don't have a vote, because I'd be extremely biased, and Aaron Rodgers would never get a vote for me as it is. <laughs> It's just hard for me. And I mean, you can make the same excuse for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, but like the way Matt LaFleur has just done work for the is 
it's kind of fair. <laughs> right? So you have that lawyer who's just schemed to be where whoever the heck it is, Tanya or Adam's like, I swear someone is always open. And then, yep. I mean, the way that they've just been able to really effectively use play action, which we didn't even talk about. The Rams have been struggling with play action this whole season. Uh-huh. That's literally all Aaron Rodgers does. So uh-huh. um, probably not great for them. But all that to say, he doesn't get enough credit. And then, I mean, we all know Sean McVay. He's just the sexiest of head coaches. And that's not like physically. It's just <laughs> the way he coaches. <laughs> um yeah, I would have to argue. I think Andy Reid physically is the sexiest of head coaches, but that's another that's another podcast. I think. Anyways, go on. Um, last night someone told me Bill Belichick blocked them almost. What? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? Uh, well, nightmare. to be fair, they were a Patriots fan, so. <laughs> Was it Jackson? Slight bias. Sorry. Um, <laughs> just out him like that, dang. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so yes all of all of that to say i'm excited to see this coaching matchup i think yeah i mean it's it'll not be a good matchup. it's not like a sean mcveigh kyle shanahan matchup but it's probably like one of the next best things yeah i would agree i think i think what you said is is important because if you look at a team two two years ago that's in the packers team like it looked like you know, Mike McCarthy was going to be the end of the Aaron Rodgers era. You know what I mean? Like it was not looking good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the way they, the way they've turned it around and granted they did go deep last year, but this year they've just been like, like there's no, there's no question. They're the best team in the NFC. There's no question. There's no arguing it, at least in my opinion. Um, and I think, I think that's a lot. I think that's pretty credited to the head coaching situation, the offensive scheme. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been fine holding up creaky old bones. Um, but yeah, I think you made a good point with that. And Sean McVay, as much as I dislike that man, is a very good head coach. So, <laughs> um, so are you ready to just give the NFC to Green Bay? I, I mean, here's the thing. I've been saying this all year. I think unless unless there's evidence out there, which there could be that that I've said otherwise. But like the the NFC has been weak this year. Like the AFC, in my opinion, is so much better. Um. And I don't know. I just think, like, yeah, I think Green Bay the entire season has been the best team in the NFC. As much as I hate it, like, I despise the Packers. But, like, it's hard It's hard to argue with how they've been playing, you know. So, yes. Yes. Um, but I think there's arguments to make for New Orleans, which we're going to yeah, talk about later. Fair. So Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I would agree. I think they're definitely up there. <laughs> And at, at some point in the season, Seattle was also up there. Um, I don't even want to talk about it, all right? Like when Russ was cooking. Just stop. Day. Uh, stop. <laughs> anyway, so you're taking Green Bay in this game. Yes. I'm also taking Green Bay. But if an upset happens, it's going to be this game. You heard it here, folks. No, no. Okay. Dang, should we just stay with the NFC or should we just go in order? Let's just let's just go to the NFC. Let's okay, keep, let's, so let's, let's talk about going. Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Let's, let's do it. I'm I'm pumped for this game. Sunday night. I'm excited. I'm excited for this game. Okay, my favorite thing ever 
and I hate to say it, might be like Tom Brady's social media, slightly cringy, but it's hilarious. Yeah. Did you see that, like the Photoshop picture he made? Not him. I'm assuming he has a team who does it, but the one of Brady and Breeze. And oh, they're just, and they're like, aged, super old. Like, 20 yeah. years. Okay, but also they are so disrespectful to Drew Brees. They made Tom Brady look so good, and then like Drew Brees just <laughs> so Yeah. Drew Brees yeah. doesn't have hair. They balded him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they did pretty dirty. But yeah, so this is a battle of two 40-year-old or older quarterbacks. Yeah. Super seniors. Senior yeah. bowl. What other things can we say about this game? We've seen yeah. this matchup twice, of course. So we it was the first game of the season, which makes it hard. It makes me not take that into consideration as much because right. it's like the first game, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially for Tampa Bay, you know, it's Tom Brady's first game with that team in general and new head coach, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So there's that. But then we see them again, and the Saints absolutely dominate. And yep. – it was at this point in the season where – so the Saints were my Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the season. I kind of looked stupid up until that game because yep. what I had envisioned for the Saints team didn't come to life until that game. And their mm-hmm. defense was just absolutely nuts. It was so mm-hmm. good. And I, we haven't really seen them play to that level again, but, I mean, they haven't mm-hmm. sucked, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. It's hard for me because New Orleans, they played the Bears last week, a team that I don't even think should have been in the playoffs. But I will say, (laughs) this is slightly unrelated, but very related. The Nickelodeon broadcast was everything. (laughs) Oh, dude. I was so mad. So, So I was watching it with all my buddies, and two of my buddies are from Chicago. They're big Bears fans. Um, so we were all watching it together and one of my, one of my buddies was like, Hey, do you have Nickelodeon? I was like, what the heck kind of weird question? You trying to watch SpongeBob right now? Like what the heck? I didn't know that it was football on freaking Nickelodeon. So we turned, we turned it on and I'm not joking. It was the funniest thing I've ever, like dudes were getting slime in the end zone. I was like, what is this? This is the best. I love 2021. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was amazing. It was like, yeah. And, and my... also, Go. I have to say this. I tweeted this. You might've seen it. Mitch Trubisky winning Nickelodeon player of the game or whatever the heck it was, was probably the funniest thing i have seen all season i was in tears i was doubled over laughing when i saw that (laughs) so ridiculous so a take one of my friends had was that the browns game should have been the game like that the browns and steelers game one because well this was my take if that was the game we would have had so much more slime second yeah does it not just make sense that the browns would win their first playoff game in like a million years on Nickelodeon. It just yeah. makes sense. That would have been so perfect. You make a great point. It just makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, so basically the Super Bowl should also be on Nickelodeon. 
love it. I love it. It was so good. I'm here for it. My favorite part, though, was how they had that little kid. I think it was, like, supposed to be young Sheldon who would pop up whenever a foul was called. And then he yeah. would, like, explain it. Like, explain defensive it. holding is blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I should make, like, my roommate watch football with me this way so I don't have to explain things. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that, too. So I have a seven-year-old daughter who watches cartoons because she's a kid. And I'm just imagining how pissed she would be if she turned on Nickelodeon and just randomly, like, was just forced to watch a football game. I thought it was so funny how they were just subjecting kids to watching this football game. I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely hilarious. The whole the whole premise, when I first read about it, I was like, this can't be real. Like, this is a joke, right? <laughs> it, was, it was the best. And I, I'm not joking. If anyone in the NFL... If anyone in any position of power is listening to me, we need to do this every weekend. Regular season, playoffs, preseason, this needs to be a thing. I'm so down. I am so down for that. And just more Nickelodeon, please. I wonder how many people watching that broadcast were adults compared to kids. (laughs) Because it was definitely supposed to be for the kids, but like... (laughs) How many kids were really watching that game? It was just us cracking up. It was just us. <laughs> it was it's really all it was. <laughs> it just brought so much joy to my life. And yeah. I want that to happen every weekend. But maybe not. I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much if it was every weekend. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, it might just get annoying after a while. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, I'm going to be like, bro, we don't need slime anymore. <laughs> no, this is lame. <laughs> um, okay, so we saw this game. And the Bears' pathetic performance just terrible um and it's hard because i want to say that it was just the saints they're really that good they were that dominant blah 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 blah. but i mean i don't know so we had that and then we had tampa bay last week against washington and at some point i think some people thought tampa bay was gonna lose i actually picked that as an upset i thought that defensive line chase young might have been too much for Brady and whatnot. So, but I mean, they made it a game. They made it a game. I'll say that. What are we most looking forward to in this game? And now that we've talked about Nickelodeon for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this game. I think it'll be a fun one. Um, I think I think it'll be interesting. I hope I hope they make Breeze throw a bunch. Um, I would like to see that because. Uh, there I, has has it been officially he hasn't officially announced he, he's going to retire right like that's still just speculation mm-hmm. yeah i i think depending on how this game goes like that could be imminent um i would like to, i know he's been hurt and obviously he's like old and not tom brady so he hasn't aged quite as gracefully um but yeah i think it'll be interesting i really like the saints i like the saints more than i like the bucks um, I would like to see Kamara have a big game. I would like to see uh, I would like to see them run a lot, and I w- honestly would like to see another forty whatever to three game. I would love a Tampa Bay Bucks mm-hmm. watching them get blown out. I think that would just be uh, extremely pleasing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it'll be a fun game, you know. And it's it's like classic, you know, like QBs of our childhood. You know what I mean? Going head to head in divisional freaking 20 years later uh it'll be a fun one i'm stoked for this mm-hmm. it's interesting that you bring up camara because 
I'm probably one of the under talked. That's not a word, but I'm making it a thing. Um, things about <laughs> Tampa Bay's defense has been their rush defense. Um, mm-hmm. They led the NFL, actually. I think it was like 3.6 yards per carry um, is what mm. they were allowing running backs. And then specifically with Kamara, they held him to 56 yards on 21 carries in both their wow. games combined. So That's big. That's huge. Yeah. I The Saints are probably going to need a bit more production from him. However, yeah. last week, one thing I noticed was how, I mean, Th- Michael Thomas – I've ranted about him all season because he was on my fantasy team and it was annoying. But I think we're fine. Last week, we really saw this is the Drew Brees, Michael Thomas that we were waiting for this whole season. Yeah. So if that's if that's what they look like this weekend, I, I don't really think the Buccaneers have a chance. I, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think the Bucs defensive scheme is probably going to be one or the other. You know what I mean? I feel like it's going to be hard I mean granted they're like a really well-rounded team but I feel like they're either gonna have to try to bottleneck Camara or somehow contain the breeze to Michael Thomas um and I think that'll be tough uh I would just like to say though I think you you kind of hit on something that was pretty accurate like I don't know how much we can go off of last week's Saints Bears game because like you said the Bears looked very bad and they I mean I'm not all, all I'm gonna say is they didn't look like the worst t- team in Super Wild Card weekend but they were definitely second to worst um and and I yeah it'll be interesting because now they're playing against a good defense a better team um but I agree with your points there I think the Bucks are gonna have to do quite a bit to contain that Saints offense um but it I, I agree though I think it will be interesting to see what happens if they force Priest to throw a bunch um so yeah wait who do you think the worst the worst team was do you think it was the Steelers or no it was, the, it was the Seattle Seahawks oh I forgot about them <laughs> must be nice. I wish I could forget I just <laughs> I was really blanking I was like I just kind of forget they were even in the playoffs at this point here's the thing I actually kind of forgot about the Steelers they look pretty bad <laughs> 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 That was the one. That was the one saving grace of last weekend was that the Steelers got absolutely smacked by the Browns, yeah. and it completely overshadowed the Seahawks Rams game. Like everyone on Seahawks Twitter was an instant Browns fan last Sunday night, myself included. I was going off. I was. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No. It was probably. Yeah, and then it was nice. I haven't really watched a lot of the talk shows this past week at all. But I feel like they were probably talking about the Steelers and the Browns before they were talking about the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah, I haven't watched any. I refuse to watch this week because, like, I know that Stephen A. Smith or Max Kellerman or Damian Woody is going to somehow hurt my feelings. In I would like to say, though, I had something show up on my phone the other day. So before the season started, I think it was on first take. I was watching it one morning. Damian Woody made a prediction that the Seahawks were going to the Super Bowl. Before the season started. And I remember seeing that on TV and I tweeted at him. I was like, hey, dude, I could kiss you on the lips for saying that. And he actually responded to my tweet and said, no thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was like, I'll pass. Anyways, Damian Woody, if you're listening, you jinxed us. This is on you. You should have kissed me on the lips, you bitch. 
you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to cut you off right there. Um, so I will say the Buccaneers are, they're kind of peaked at the right time, right? So yeah. I think probably their best football has been played over the last month or so. And, you know, during that time, they were averaging, oh gosh, like 35 points a game, which is probably what they're going to have to do. Um, These two teams are really well-rounded teams, though. Mm -hmm. Like, if I had to pick the most well-rounded teams, and maybe that's why I still am not sold on Green Bay completely, is because I think the Saints and the Bucks, like, I just think they're more well-rounded. Granted, I still think... The Packers have what neither of these teams have, which is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with you. We've been talking about this all year, as those two teams are the most well-rounded teams in you know in the league, not even just the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would I would definitely agree with that. I think it's going to be a battle, um, and I think uh, I think it's going to be an entertaining game at the at, you know at the very least. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, something that I think we probably isn't talked about enough and we talked about it with the Seahawks and the Rams I haven't really seen anyone talk about it with Tampa Bay and New Orleans but it's like when you have these division matchups it's like okay they've played each other twice I mean it's a little different with Seattle and the Rams just because yeah um, the Rams have Sean McVay but you know you really know each other like very well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous I want New Orleans to win this game, of course. Yep. It's just beating a team three times is hard. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think it'll be a tough game for New Orleans. I also would like them to win. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, it there is something to be said about that, um, and it's not something that you see super often. Um, and and I think I think that was a big reason behind how poorly the Seahawks look, you know, it's like you get these division matchups where they know these teams like super, super well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I think, I really think there's like no clear, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel safe betting on this game at all. Yeah. Um, out of all the games this weekend, and it's probably not a controversial take, this is easily the hardest one to pick. Um, yeah, I agree. But if you had to pick, who are you picking? I'm going New Orleans. Um, and that's simply just because based on track record. Um, so. I'm also going New Orleans, but it's because I trust their defense more than mm-hmm. I trust. And it's something that I have been preaching all season. A lot of people have been preaching all season is that Tom Brady does not play well when he is under pressure. You know, he's too old he's not athletic enough anymore if new orleans defense can just get pressure on tom brady i this game might not even be close yeah i agree wasn't last time so new orleans we're both picking new orleans look at we're both two for two on picks on the same page look at this so let's transition to the most exciting game of the weekend for a different reason so tim Tampa Bay and New Orleans is exciting because, you know, we have the old quarterbacks. It's like the story. We knew it was going to come down to this point basically with them. But this is easily going to be the most exciting game. I think yeah. 
these are two teams that are hot. Um, Baltimore, especially. I Buffalo's looked good all season. Josh Allen has mm-hmm. just surprised people, came out of nowhere. Um, but Baltimore, you know, at some point during the season, a lot of people were like, are they even going to make the playoffs? Which is weird because going into the season, you thought they were going to be like the second best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, you know, they're actually going to be in one of the harder divisions and et cetera, et cetera. What are you looking forward to in this game? Uh, this game, I think, has the potential to be um, very similar to that Monday night Rams-Chiefs game we had a couple years ago where it was like 50 to whatever. It was like 100-plus point game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you make a good point. Lamar and the Ravens somehow turned it around, and they look really good. Um, they look super good. Last weekend, Lamar especially, um, but so did the Bills. Um, so it's it's going to be a shootout. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I like both of these quarterbacks. I like both of these teams. Um, I actually have a buddy who, at the end of last season, put some money on uh, uh, put some money on uh, on I'm blanking um, Josh Allen to win MVP. And, uh, yeah, so he was, uh, he was checking every week this year. If, if he would have won, it would have been like some ridiculous odds. Like, uh, I don't know. He put down like hundred bucks. He would have won like five grand or some ridiculous amount like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been, it's been sick to see him play so well. Um, I will say, I think that the bills are probably going to win this game. Um, as much as I would like to see the Ravens win, I just think the bills are probably going to win it um, just based on what I've seen from the Bills this season. Uh, like you said, they've been hot all year as compared to the Ravens, who have very recently kind of picked it up and got got cooking pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that that can't happen. I just, at this point, have a little more faith in the Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that all makes so. sense. I think it's a fair take as well. Yeah. Um, something that I'm looking forward to is just this matchup of – so. We all knew that, and I had a very long conversation about this with um, someone who works at The Spectator, which is where I write, of course, the Seattle University newspaper. And in light of Pete Carroll coming out and saying, like, he wishes the team, like, he wants the team to run more in 2021, um, had this whole running conversation of, you know, the whole analytics, like, do running backs matter? thing and I, we forget that analytics really is just do whatever the heck you're best at and mm-hmm. for the ravens it's running the dang ball right <laughs> you know that was their identity in 2019 that is what they have found in this last what like five games however many it is yeah but in their yeah so it's six in their six game winning streak because they basically had to win out to make the playoffs that's mm-hmm. the position they had put themselves in they're averaging, wait for it, 262.2 rushing yards per game. Wow. It's crazy. And so Jackson himself, he has five rushing touchdowns and eight rushes of at least 20 yards over that period. Yeah. Now, the matchup and why, if I was a Bills fan, I would be concerned is that we know the Bills defense gave up the most rushing touchdowns and yards per carry to opposing quarterbacks 
this season. Just turns out the quarterback they're playing is Lamar Jackson, who's a freaking beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so th- that's a matchup in that, but in the same way, I think we look at the other side, the Bills offense against the Ravens defense. The Bills offense is just so hard to compete with in general because of their freaking wide receiver core, right? It's mm-hmm. just, it's insane. It's, I wouldn't say it's the best in the league, but it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. It's, it, this is going to be a shootout, but for very different reasons. I think we're going to see the Ravens run all over the field, and we're going to see Josh Allen just tear it up. Yeah. No, I good. agree. It'll be it'll be a very offensive game. Um, it'll be fun to watch. I'm pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. It. I wonder – hear me out on this. So we both – we know that both their offenses are good. I would say the Ravens' defense is better than the Bills. Mm, yeah, probably. So then would favor the Ravens just because they have two? They're favored on both ends of the ball? No, I wouldn't. Um, but that's because Buffalo's offense is, like, better than the Ravens, right? And it's because yeah. of their passing game. It's just yeah. unreal. It's insane. They're, like you said, their receiver core is pro- probably the best in the league. Stephon Diggs is having an unbelievable year. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, they've been they've been pretty close to perfect up there. Um, I will say though, if if Lamar Jackson was just a little bit better at throwing the ball, he would be the best quarterback in the league. That's fair. No, yeah. I don't know. I I would still put him. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's the best. <laughs> I does anyone have a chance at being better than Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> I think Lamar would if he could throw the ball. He can throw the ball. Better. 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 We got We just got to keep ourselves in check because there are people who legitimately think Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. Oh, no. I'm not a – And those people wrong. don't I'm have not, brains. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. I would just like to go on record. I am not a Lamar Jackson hater. I have seen Lamar. I think he's an unbelievably talented quarterback. But if there was an area he could improve, be throwing the football. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So, their defense, how they stop the Bills. I think they absolutely cannot do what they tried to do against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. Because in I think Buffalo's offense and the Chiefs' offense are pretty similar. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think the Chiefs' offense is better. <laughs> um, but they're both the same. I'd say it's really that passing game. They cannot – just blitz and blitz and blitz and blitz. Mm-hmm. No, they'll get burned big time. Especially because Josh Allen is that he's athletic, right? Yeah, um, and he's enormous, dude. I I don't know how I didn't know this until literally last weekend. Dude's like six foot six. Yes, no, he's a big he's man. A- like he's athletic and he's big. Like he's either gonna yeah. out tough someone who's trying to sack him, or yeah. he's just gonna. He's more athletic than you, and he's gonna run. Like a, he's like a. He reminds me a lot of a young Cam Newton. Mm, Cam, I miss Cam. Yeah, where's he been? Not but, in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm not mad about it, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. <Me either. laughs> so the other thing is, we saw Humphrey um, during their game. It seemed like their part of their scheme was to just put him on AJ Brown. Yeah, he wasn't on him for every single snap of the game, but. A lot of looks like a lot of it. Looks mm-hmm. like he was um yeah, looks like he was on him a bunch. I bet that's what they do with him with digs. Yeah. Um 
Do you think that'll work? Yeah. Could. I mean, who knows? I mean, what else are they going to do? What else could they cook up on defense? Mm-hmm. You know, wow. that's going to be their best bet because you know they're going deep to dig. He's a deep threat. Yeah. We could be defensive coordinators. Wow. Crazy. We should be. Should we talk to Pete? See if he'll hire us? No. Okay. Hey, man. We love running the ball. I don't even know why Pete has defensive coordinators because we all know damn well he runs that defense. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Can't talk about it. It's okay. Um, so who do you think wins this game and why? Uh, I think I'm going Bills. Um, actually, I don't know. Maybe I should just pick the Ravens to keep things spicy. but. I'm usually more of a state pick kind of guy. I know you kind of go rogue on every pick you choose and you're the opposite of that. So, um, yeah, I think, I think I actually am going to go Bills. Although I will say I would not be at all shocked by Ravens. W. Mm-hmm. So are the Bills, fa- the Bills are a favorite in this game. Yeah. But barely. Oh my gosh. This is so close. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it might be the closest of all of the games. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm taking. I'm gonna take the Ravens. Of course you are. And there we go. <laughs> that's that's not a surprise. I like the Ravens. I really like Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, people are gonna be happy for the Browns. Okay. I am most happy for Lamar Jackson. I think, yeah. you know, that whole one of the things was. Lamar Jackson's not a great quarterback because he can't win in the playoffs. And so it was kind of like, he did it. We're happy for him. (laughs) In his third year in the league, he can't be great because he hasn't won a playoff game in his first three seasons. Like, not everyone is Russell Wilson, okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, But, Bills, two and a half point favorites. Oh, interesting. That is close. Super close. Then we move on to the Sunday AFC game. I absolutely okay. What was it? Which Browns game was it? I think it was like three weeks ago. They had a really big win, and it was like, oh my gosh, they're like this could be the best team in the AFC. And then, oh yeah, who who were they playing? What game was that? I gotta look this up. Oh gosh, I don't know. Look it up. But do you remember? You remember the game, right? Was it the Titans in week thirteen? it might have been. Hold on. It was definitely the Titans. It was week 13. It was against the Titans because after that, they went and then they lost to the Ravens. Oh, you're right. It was the Titans, 100%. Yeah. And then they beat the Giants and then they lost to the Jets. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I remember he, after that game against the Titans, everyone was like, this team is like the best team in the AFC, like scheming up ways in which they were better than the chiefs. Like they were going to be the <laughs> AFC champs. And then of course we watched them the next week. They lose to the Titans. And then can I, can I just say something real quick? Yes. And this needs to be pointed out. Okay. I read this on Twitter earlier this week and it blew my mind. The Jets had two wins on the season. Both of the teams they beat are currently still in the playoffs. Yeah. It's madness. It doesn't make – it's like a – I don't even know. Hawks should have lost the Jets. Anyways, go on. Yes, I hear you. you they got a little overhyped. The Hawks should have lost the Jets. I cannot. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm not high on the Browns. All that 
I I understand the hype. They're a fun team. It's Baker Mayfield. Wow, he finally stopped doing commercials. He's good now. <laughs> it's their run game. Their run game is absolutely spectacular, though. I will say, Nick so Chubb, so freaking good. And Kareem, they're so both. They've both been balling both out. They're really good. The thing that I is funny to me is it's like Kareem Hunt really. So like, who's the two? They're both kind of ones. Yeah, it's fun. Just scary. I'm uh, here for it. It reminds me a lot of uh, what New Orleans had a couple of years back with Kamara and uh, Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. But they're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're not going to. I understand why. Out of the three teams, though, so Baltimore, Buffalo, and Cleveland, Cleveland has the worst chance to beat Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree. Uh, I would agree. I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm very, very high on the Browns right now. <laughs> I think I tweeted a half second after the game, and I was like, "Okay, cue the the Browns are better than the Chiefs." Takes so many yeah. people. My DMs were, "Well, like, can't you see them beating the Chiefs?" And I was like, "No, I can't see it. I literally cannot see it." Yeah. Uh, yeah, so here's what I'm going to say. I think that the Browns are very unlikely to beat the Chiefs. But if they did somehow beat the Chiefs, I would be like, that kind of makes sense based on their trajectory as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so earlier, I think it was the first, first time you had me on the pod this season, I relentlessly talked crap about the Browns about Baker Mayfield, about that entire organization, talked about how Baker Mayfield didn't belong in the NFL, how he was a fraud. Um, And I'm really eating my words uh, because at the time, I truly believed all of that. Baker has looked competent enough. Um, I'd say at this point, he's still the weakest link on that team. And he's extremely lucky, lucky for the team that he has around him. But I think the Browns are like better than people... From a rational objective point of view, I think they are better than people give them credit for. And the reason why they have so much doubt is because of Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think that's a solid take. Um, The reason I don't – this is probably the same reason with the Bills and the Ravens. Granted, I took the Ravens, but it's because I like Lamar Jackson more than I like Baker Mayfield. Neither of these teams have a super great defense. Mm-hmm. One of them has the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah. One of them has Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so. Darn. Yeah, well, wouldn't you say it that way? <laughs> and it's like, the other thing is, I look at it as, you know, a passing attack against a running attack. And yeah. it's not like, for the Browns and the Ravens, it works, but passing is just so much more efficient and especially when you're really good at it and when you think of the fact that they have the wide receiving core that the receiving core i'm gonna say because travis kelsey's not a wide receiver yeah but it's gonna be a shootout and it's who can score the most points efficiently yeah yeah i think that uh i'm just gonna go ahead and say this now my pick is the chiefs 100 (laughs) percent Uh, there's, there's, I'd be very surprised if the Browns could pull it off. Um, but if they did, 
you better have me back here next week to talk about it because I'm ready to go off. I have a, I have two friends who are Cleveland Cleveland Browns fans because they're from the Cleveland area, and they are some of the most resilient people I've ever met in my life. And I'm telling you, I could not have been more happy for them last weekend. I was just so proud. You know what I mean? Because like, what is it, like 25 years or something was the last, you know, craziness. Um, I think I think regardless of the outcome of this game, like the Browns had a successful season. And that, that you know, that counts for something, at least for Browns fans. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Uh, Pat Mahomes is the best, uh, best quarterback in the league. The Chiefs, I've been saying this all year, are still the best team in the league. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be tough for the Browns. Um, but I agree. It's not going to be a big defensive battle. It's definitely going to be a shootout between these guys. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, see the Chiefs taking this one probably with ease. Mm-hmm. Um, so. yeah, the over under for this game is 55, but that's, yeah. So, but, Pretty high. <laughs> um, do, do you see any, and we know that this is not how you beat the Chiefs anyways. Um, do you see any way the defense of Cleveland <laughs> slows down Patrick Mahomes? I mean, unless, mm, unless like Miles Garrett somehow gets even better overnight and is on Mahomes the entire game, like in his face. And there's just no way. No, I don't see a way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they'll be able to hang in there and slug it out. But there's, I, I'm no, there's no way to contain Pat Mahomes in that offense. It just can't. It's they're the best team in the league. Yeah, for it, it makes sense. They have so much talent. They have great coaching. Um, really, I think this game is dependent on Baker Mayfield. I, the Chiefs are gonna win. Yep. Whether or not this game is close is, do we yeah. see the Baker Mayfield that we saw at the beginning of the season? He was not good. Mm-hmm. They were, they were not good. Or yeah. do we see the Baker Mayfield that we've seen in the past five weeks when he was well, ranked number five in the NFL an- for QBR? Another thing to think about too is like in these wins that they've had, and like I could be wrong. But I believe all of these big these big leads that they've had over these teams, you know, they get out they get out ahead early, and then in the second half, Baker Mayfield starts to do some dumb Baker Mayfield stuff, um, you know, because there was a point in the Steelers game last weekend in the second half where it was like it was only a one touchdown difference, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I think I think Baker even at his best isn't enough to plug it out in the home. Something that we should highlight too is the Browns, like multiple, did Big Ben throw two pick sixes last week? Uh, Let me look it up. He turned over the ball a lot. (laughs) Okay, we'll just leave that there. You can find that. But I don't envision Patrick Mahomes doing that this game. And either yeah. way, we know that that's not sustainable, um, what mm-hmm. Cleveland's defense did. And <laughs> Big Ben and Patrick Holmes are two very different quarterbacks. So all that to say, we're both taking the Chiefs, right? Yep. <laughs> um, 
yes, their run game, the Browns, going to have to be very good. Which, against the Chiefs defense, who I think they allow like three yards per carry before contact. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's definitely possible. It'll be a shootout. A shootout yeah, I agree. A run out. And you know what? I can't trust this enough. I want the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC Championship. Yeah, that would be a sweet game. That is all I, I want. All I want. And then ideally the NFC would be like the Saints and I don't probably care. gonna be the Packers. I don't care who wins the other game. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> um so let's just finish the pod with a couple questions. Let's do it. This one I think is really fitting because we just talked about Kansas City. Okay. So hear me out. Yesterday, Wednesday. The craziest, so many different things are. Yeah, let's go. Trump impeached for the second time within three minutes of the final, or it was like while I was sitting on my couch watching as the house was, you know, voting, I get the notification on my phone. This is also right after I had tweeted about my article that I had that was published. And. All of a sudden, 50 million tweets. The most Woj bombs of Woj bombs, bro. Like, oh, yeah. I can't think of a bigger trade than this one. Right? So, James Harden to Brooklyn. And yep. I was pissed. I was pissed. I was like, Giannis is never going to win a ring. <laughs> That's literally what I said. And then. The other thing is, like, that's really what you have to do to beat LeBron. <laughs> like, yeah. This, bro, yeah. my favorite is that video where look, it's, like, this guy. I don't – I think he's, like, famous, but I don't know. I'm not super into, like, that kind of video things. But <laughs> it's, like, this guy in, like, YouTube videos and, like, TikToks, like, things like that. I don't really know the trends or, like, who's famous. But I think he's famous. I think he's, like, pretty well-known. And it's, like, him – with his phone reenacting as if he's LeBron and he's like someone's like um Harden went to the Nets and then LeBron is like the Mets and then the guy's like no the Nets and then LeBron just like throws his ball across the court and he's like I'm 36 like what do you have to do to beat me I'm 30 like I'm not Thanos (laughs) it's how funny yeah I'll have to watch that so anyways Big, I bet y'all know who the guy is. Y'all probably be like, yes, Augustine, he's famous. And I'm Are you kidding me? I'm like 10 years older than you. <laughs> I'm not plugged in. <laughs> um, but anyway, so big three, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. Could blow up in flames or yeah. they could just be completely dominant. Yes. So I ask you, which big three would you take in the playoffs? As far as these playoff teams, right? Because I think there's very obvious big threes. So Green Bay, you yeah. know, they have Jones, Adams, Rogers, and then oh gosh, let me see the other ones. Oh, New Orleans, Breeze, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. I mean, you could probably make one with Tampa Bay. Of the thing is, they have a lot yeah. of options at their receiving core. Yeah, and then we have Kansas City, which would be Mahomes, Hill. And Kelsey, I'm not going to add a running back in there. Gonna keep Fair enough. Don't need one. 
And then you could keep Cleveland. You could have Baker and then, like, Kareem and Nick Chubb. Which three would you take in the playoffs? You ride or die with them. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, Tariq Hill, and Travis Kelsey till the cows come home. Sign close. Good. Which one do you um, think? I will be- say, though, hold on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. We can talk about it later. Would Patrick Mahomes be Kevin Durant? Uh, yeah, he would. And then I think Kelsey would be – Kelsey would probably be Harden just because he's a little bigger. <laughs> and uh, and Surrey Kill would definitely be Curry. Interesting. Okay. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I would take that big three as well. Yeah. It's um, can we talk about this trade just for a quick second? Okay, yes, we can talk about the trade for a quick second. Okay, uh, I'm. I have. Okay, so I have two things I need to say. Okay. Number one, I grew up with Joe Harris. I've known him since I was in kindergarten, um, and I'm super happy for that dude. Um, he is somehow on a super team. He's been there for a while. Um, that dude has had an unbelievable career. Thought he was down and out after he was with the Cavs. Now he's back playing on a freaking super team with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, and he's somehow in, still in the starting lineup. Joe Harris, if you're listening, good job, buddy. Proud of you. Um, second, there is no way that Kyrie Irving and James Harden can share the ball. Are you kidding me? That's why Kyrie left Cleveland. It doesn't make any sense. How? Like, when 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 him and Durant went, I was like, this doesn't this still doesn't make any sense. And now James Harden is in the mix. How? There's no way they show the ball. Plus, they're all divas. So I'm telling it, you, it could blow up in flames. I or... seriously think it could. I seriously <laughs> think it could end very poorly for the Nets, which is unfortunate. Um, no, very fortunate. Yeah. So. Um, speaking of, there was on like Sports Center had tweeted something right after the trade. And it was the potential starting lineup for the Nets. So you have, you know, Kyrie, James Harden, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, and then Jeff Green. <laughs> yeah. I thought, no, they're not going to take DeAndre Jordan out. <laughs> I, it's just funny. It's just like, you know, that was and then Jeff Green. <laughs> um, Anyways, I had to say that. I am also super hyped about this trade. And I'm stoked that all these guys are going to the East. Get them out of the West. I'm so here for it. Get the Wolves in the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. I can't. Um, while we were talking about that, though, um, breaking news, Urban Meyer is officially. It, it's official. It's I don't official. know how I feel about that, if I'm being honest. I'm I not, think I, I, I mean, like it. Good for, yeah, good for him, I guess. I'm, I don't know. It'll be, it'll, I mean, Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville, I guess we'll see what happens. It'll be really interesting. Um, my final question, and I don't want to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up. Ryan Schottenheimer was fired, offensive coordinator. I hate I, – I was happy at first because Seattle's offense, the second half of the season, was just terrible. Then I really thought about it, and I wasn't that happy because the Brian Schottenheimer that we had the first half of the season, I absolutely loved. Yep. You know? Mixed feelings about him because for the first couple years of his contract – his time in Seattle it was we still ran the dang ball and Russ didn't do anything and then of course we had the whole let Russ cook and then eventually Russ cooked and we were like oh yeah Schottenheimer we love you and then they burned down yeah dumpster fire 
who or if you don't have a specific person which type of offensive coordinator would you prefer to have in seattle okay slash does it matter so i had a similar reaction at first i was like okay this is probably a good thing but the more i sat with it the more i'm like wait this is probably actually the opposite of that um and it's tough to know because you don't know we have no as fans we have no idea like what happened you know what i mean we don't know who to attribute the first half of the season to and who to attribute the second half of the season to what we do know is Pete Carroll likes to run the ball, which is stupid because we have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of me is concerned that it doesn't even matter who we hire because Pete Carroll can say, nope, we're running the ball. And that's the problem with these coaches, these head coaches. Another good example is a guy like Mike Zimmer. These coaches, these head coaches who are super defensive coaches. And, like, it makes sense and it works until it doesn't work. And that's kind of what's going on in Seattle right now. Um if I did, I don't, yeah, I don't know who we hire. Please not Doug Peterson, for the love of God, please. Um, but whoever it is, I think it's all going to come down to Pete, at least in my opinion, because a big piece of me believes that it was kind of on him the way our offense turned. You know what I mean? Stop throwing the ball so much, run the ball more, and it, it completely screwed our defense, mm-hmm. or offense, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I had a similar reaction to the news. I personally was a fan of Brian Schottenheimer. I was all in on Skybox Shotty, big fan. Um, I thought it was a, I thought it was a bummer that we, uh, we let him go. Um, there's a lot of speculation on Twitter as I'm sure you've seen as to what, uh, uh, what went on, but I don't know. The Hawks are in a really, really delicate spot right now. And I'm extremely nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Ideally, um, see, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it cares because I think Pete does whatever the heck he wants to do, and we know that's conservative. I mean, Brian Schottenheimer came in to Seattle as a conservative coach Uh and – or whatever. And then the fact that he's not conservative enough for Pete, ugh, it's a hot mess. Seattle is a hot mess, and you hate to see it, but – Saw on Twitter really? today during Russ's um, end of the season conference, basically saying he's asked to be involved in making the decision. So hopefully Pete lets him do that. Yep. Yeah, yeah I would agree. I think Russell is a lot more important to the Seattle Seahawks than Pete Carroll is. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that, maybe they should just hire me as the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I would. Yeah, get- we'll go in there. We'll get the job done. Let Seahawks Twitter take over. <laughs> Please, if you could let anyone take over the Seattle's offense, who would it be and why? Would not be Evan Hill. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I have no idea. I, I any literally anyone, anyone. Uh, it would probably be a tie between <laughs> Sean McVay, Andy Reid, and Augustina. Yes. Um, But if I could choose anyone from Seahawks Twitter to be the offensive coordinator for Seattle, I want to say Preston Fuller, but probably Ben Baldwin. Yeah. I'm team nerds or Mina Kimes. I think that would be great. I think. Dude, Mina, actually, though, Mina, can we please hire you? (laughs) 